Welcome to Sober Discussions. This is Steve and Mike, and sometimes you just need to take out the trash. Hello, and welcome to Sober Discussions. Today, we'll be talking about the history of Veterans Day and some good, and I would say important, information about it. We thought it would be an appropriate topic, considering today is Veterans Day in the United States, so let's get started. So doing a quick Google search, this is the definition most of us have come to understand of the federal holiday. So we've got Wednesday, November 11th. Excerpt says, what is Veterans Day and why do we celebrate it? Veterans Day honors all of those who have served the country in war or peace, dead or alive, although it's largely intended living veterans for their sacrifices. It was originally called Armistice Day, commemorating the end of World War One. So before we go into the history of Veterans Day, I found a short video clip. I just wanted to include that it is an ad from the Lincoln Project. But it was very moving to me and shows a lot of love and support to our servicemen and servicewomen. I certainly felt uh, it was applicable for today's episode. On behalf of us in Sober Discussions, we wanted to say from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for serving and keeping our freedom alive and our country safe. Since the dawn of our nation, brave citizens have answered the call to arms when the country was in danger. We hold our veterans in reverence for their courage, their sacrifice, and their honor and service to their fellow Americans. Generations of Liberty's sons and daughters have gone into harm's way, manned the battlements, and sailed the seas to preserve freedom for all. Our nation owes a debt of gratitude we can never repay to those who have chosen to answer the call to arms. Today, we honor them and thank them for their service for their dedication to our nation's preservation, and for their oath to the Constitution on which the foundation of our government rests. On this Veterans Day, we ask all Americans to honor the over 18 million veterans among us and thank them for their continued dedication to our country, our freedom, and our future. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. Mike, what did you think about that? Well. It just kind of makes me want to echo the video. Just grateful for everything that everybody has done who has served our country. You know, we sometimes forget everything that they do. And obviously, I don't know what they go through. And you yourself served. Yeah, a little bit of time anyways. Yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, just kind of a reiteration of, of gratitude from that video. Um, so many people have served so much. And, and many people have lost their lives. And many people have lost... Sanity or other things based on their service, and then uh, what they've done is provide a nice, cushy life for me, and I, I that can't go unnoticed. So I'm grateful. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to add on just a little bit on that, Mike. Um, I, I have had friends that are no longer here. Um, I would say uh, it's heartbreaking, uh, and, and I miss them, and I wish I could give them a hug. Uh, I wish I could offer them to uh, to hang out sometime. Obviously, that's not the case, and and it's just important to uh, remember that our servicemen and our servicewomen are here for you know a reason, and we just need to support that. Anyways, uh, anyways, I thought that was a valuable uh, video. Uh, as we are going into uh, this moving forward, I wanted to share with our listeners a little bit more about the history of Veterans Day. 
Uh, the VA had some pretty great information I thought was worth listening to. Uh, Mike, can you read that for us? Yep, that's from VA.gov. History of Veterans Day. World War One, known at the time as the Great War, officially ended when the Treaty of Versailles was signed on June 28, 1919, in the Palace of Versailles outside the town of Versailles, France. However, fighting ceased seven months earlier when an armistice, or temporary cessation of hostilities, between the Allied nations and Germany went into effect on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. For that reason, November 11th, 1918, is generally regarded as the end of the war to end all wars. Soldiers of the 353rd Infantry near a church at Stine-Meuse in France wait for the end of hostilities. In November 1919, President Wilson pro proclaimed November 11th as the first commemoration of Armistice Day with the following words. To us in America, the reflections of, of Armistice Day will be filled with solemn pride in the heroism of those who died in the country's service, and with gratitude for the victory, both because of the thing from which it has freed us, and because of the opportunity it has given America to show her sympathy with peace and justice in the councils of the nations. The original concept of the celebration was for a day observed with parades and public meetings and a brief suspension of business beginning at 11 a.m. The United States Congress officially recognized the end of World War I when it passed a concurrent resolution on June 4th, 1926. With... We'll pass that. Um, yeah. I thought that was important. Um, I think uh, World War I was so horrific. Uh, a lot of people thought that it was going to be over. A lot of people lost a lot of family, lost a lot of friends, uh, had a lot of destruction in its wake, and uh, I can't imagine what it would be in that time period. Anyways, I thought that was important. Well, and, and you know, you think about the families of those who have fallen, and you can't help but, you know, feel for them. And right. it makes me, you know, wonder. I, I don't personally have anybody I know, other than it sounds like you, who has people who they knew who have uh, been lost, but right. I, I can only imagine that Veterans Day could potentially actually be kind of a hard holiday. Yeah, definitely, and, and I'm glad that you brought that up. We'll talk about that in a little bit later uh, kind of segment, but I'm glad that you did bring that up, Mike, uh, for sure. Just wanted to continue. Uh, I thought it was some good information to talk about. Uh, it was included uh, in the same article, but the first Veterans Day under the new law was observed with much confusion on October 25th, 1971. It was quite apparent that the commemoration of this day was a matter of historic and patriotic significance to a great number of our citizens. And so on September 20th, 1975, President Gerald R. Ford signed Public Law 94-97, which returned the annual observance of Veterans Day to its original date of November 11th. Beginning in 1978, the action supported the desires of the overwhelmingly majority of state legislatures, all major veterans, service organizations, and the American people. Veterans Day continues to be observed in, on November 11th, regardless of what day of the week 
on which it falls. The restoration of the observance of Veterans Day to November 11th not only preserves the historical significance of the date, but helps focus attention on the importance purpose of Veterans Day. A celebration to honor Americans' veterans for their patriotism, love for country, and willingness to serve and sacrifice for the common good. As we continue forward, I did find this article uh, that was pretty relevant to the topic, and I thought some people might appreciate the information about a couple of things that we might not know, and some statistics about it. Mike, can you read that for us? Yeah, this is coming from military.com. It is titled, Moment of Silence on Veterans Day. This was posted on October 24th, 2016. It says, President Obama has signed a law that calls on all Americans to pause voluntarily for two minutes to honor the sacrifice of veterans. The silence will occur simultaneously across the nation on Veterans Day at 2.11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Veterans Day. And I thought that was important. Did I have that in my memory bank? Sure. Sure I did. Um, I forgot about it. I'm glad it came back up. I don't recall a single time in the last four years it's ever been brought up. And I thought that that was important. Anyways. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what do you think, Mike? Um, if I'm going to be honest with you, I am somebody who doesn't do a good job of following news or media very well. And tonight's actually the first time I even heard about this. Yeah. But I think it's a, a great idea. I think it's a, a good thought. Yeah, definitely. Can we look in when that was actually, when that actually occurred? I don't think that was October 24th specifically. I mean, it might. Can we Google that real quick just for fun? Yesterday. So that was September 27th of 2016. Yep. And it came out in October. So it was about a month past. But I think it is important uh, that we did recognize, you know, that. I think it'd be beneficial. I think... uh, it wouldn't be that big of a deal for, for some of us who um, have that federal holiday off to just take two minutes of their time. I think that'd be important. Anyways, um, not trying to detract. Uh, let's move forward. So this is a statistic. Uh, we'll tell you the source a little bit later on. But Cohen Veterans Network polled among 2019 U.S. adults ages 18 and older among whom 218 are U.S. military veterans or active duty service members. According to the poll, 91% of civilians have thanked a veteran for their service, but nearly half of the veterans and active duty servicemen who participated in the poll felt comfortable, feel uncomfortable being thanked. Uh, when asked if they were comfortable when civilians say, thank you for your service, A veteran staff member of the Cohen Clinic said yes, but why? I do feel very uncomfortable when civilians say thank you for your service because I don't know what to say back, the staff member said. That makes sense, right? Like, how can you... How do you respond? Respond to that. So, uh, I'm I'm glad that it continues further. It was just a kind of a food for thought moment when I read that. But the polls also found that 88% of Americans believe there should be more programs available to help the divide between military members and civilians, which I thought was important. Additionally, 24% of Americans said they would feel uncomfortable talking to a veteran they just met about their service in the military. I could imagine if I saw... uh, Maybe a mom with a couple of kids see a veteran 
with a prosthetic leg, something like that. It's, I can see why that would be uncomfortable to just walk up and, what happened to your leg or something like that, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, anyways, I thought that this next section uh, was uh, pretty, pretty important. So what can you do instead? Right, that, that's the question. Right. So the poll revealed that a majority of veterans and active duty service members wouldn't mind if a civilian asked them the following specific questions about their time in the military. Uh, 71%, by the way, said, when did you serve? That's a pretty reasonable question. Sure. Uh, where were you stationed? Pretty reasonable question. What was your job while serving? Personally, I would think the first two uh, probably would be less um, invasive. Sure. I guess is what I would say. I don't necessarily think that anybody would uh, be frustrated if someone said, hey, like, what did you do in the military? I'm just curious. I don't think that's antagonizing by any means. And if they wanted to respond, they could. If not, then they could just say, hey, I don't want to talk about it. And that's just fine. And that's just fine, too. Anyways, thought that was important. What do you think, Mike? Yeah. No, I've never really... I'm pretty sure I've said thank you to some veterans in the past, but... Definitely. For the most part, I tend to just kind of not. And I I, I think that uncomfortability... Maybe I psychologically somehow sensed that because I, I often right. just don't. Right. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, definitely. And I appreciate that too, Mike. And I think saying like, hey, where did you serve? Or like, where were you stationed? I think that that was, or how long did you serve? I mean, is very, very reasonable. And I think that veterans appreciate being talked to uh, is just kind of a, a disconnect sometimes. I, I think nice. those questions are... Uh, as long as the other, as long as the veteran is comfortable talking sure. about it, Definitely. then I think those questions are a great way to give context to us, so that when we thank them, there's context behind that gratitude. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, hey, I I know it's Veterans Day. Um, I just wanted to say thank you uh, for your service and uh, just where uh, did you serve or uh, what was your job or uh, where were you stationed at, right? Yeah. Um, and. Anyways, as we continue forward, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, that was from uh, WUSA9.com. Thank you, Mike. Definitely. Uh, I appreciate it. I probably would have missed it. Um, So uh, in our last topic uh, that I feel is important, also kind of a hard topic, um, especially uh, around COVID-19 times right now, but I wanted to cover a couple of sections uh, from the National Coalition of Homeless Veterans. Uh, so the questions are, there's a few, by the way, uh, we decided to pick the three that, that we wanted to cover. Uh, I do highly recommend reviewing that if, if, uh, you had the free time and, and wanted to look into it. But, uh, the questions are, who are homeless veterans? How many homeless veterans are there? Why are veterans homeless? Doesn't VA take care of homeless veterans? What services do veterans need? What seems to work best? What can I do? So, um, the first one, Mike, can you read that, please? Yeah, so we, out of those questions, yeah, like Steve said, we picked three that we wanted to kind of look at a little bit more closely. But again, feel free to do some research and, and read up on the other topics. First one we're looking at is how many homeless veterans are there? And this says, although flawless counts are impossible to come by, the transient nature of homeless populations presents a major difficulty. 
The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development estimates that 40,056 veterans are homeless on any given night. Approximately 12,700 veterans of Operation Enduring Freedom, Operation Iraqi Freedom, and Operation New Dawn were homeless in 2010. The number of young homeless veterans is increasing, but only constitutes 8.8% of the overall homeless veteran population. Which I think is important to put that in the statistic. Uh, anyways, um, the next section is, doesn't VA take care of homeless veterans? To a certain extent, yes. Each year, VA's specialized homelessness programs provide health care to almost 150,000 homeless veterans and other services to more than 112,000 veterans. Additionally, more than 40,000 homeless veterans receive compensation or pension benefits each month. Since 1987, VA's programs for homeless veterans have emphasized collaboration with such community service providers to help expand services to more veterans in crisis. VA using its own resources in partnership with others had secured nearly 15,000 residential rehabilitative and transitional beds and more than 30,000 permanent beds for homeless veterans throughout the nation. These partnerships are credited with reducing the number of homeless veterans by 70% since 2005. The last one we thought we would cover is what can I do? There are some bullet points that they list of things that you can do to help with homeless veterans. First one is determine the need in your community. Visit with homeless veteran service providers. Contact your mayor's office for a list of providers or search the NCHV database. Involve others. If you are not already part of an organization, align yourself with a few other people who are interested in attacking the issue. Participate in local homeless coalitions. Chances are there is one in your community. If not, this could be the time to bring people together around the critical need. Make a donation to your local homeless veteran service provider. Contract your elected officials. Discuss what is being done in your community for homeless veterans. Yeah, so uh, I did think that that was some good information. As far as I would say, most individuals, I would say that um, that would be some new information. Um, I thought that was important. Anyways, what do you think, Mike? Employment becomes difficult for them. Yeah, I, I mean, think about it. If you're strung up on drugs already, you're not going to have a stable job, right? And you got PTSD. Add PTSD into that, you're going to be having these um, traumatic experiences and then you're on drugs, that's a, that's a big hole. Um, and and I'm, I'm sure there are some people that unfortunately are in there. Well, I mean, it's unfortunate that there are homeless veterans. Um, yeah. We actually looked real quick to, do, to see what the factors of uh, the homeless veterans were, and uh, two of the big parts of it were uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, disorder that's mm -hmm. the word. Um, that as well as substance abuse make it a lot more difficult for them to either find employment or maybe maintain it. Right. Um, so yeah, that, uh, definitely sucks for those individuals. They are put in a position that is pretty difficult that, you know, it's not really fair for them. So it's good that the VA is trying to help, but yeah, there's more the community can do. Yeah, um, I uh, was with my next-door neighbor. Uh, by the way, he was drafted in uh, 1969, um, went to Vietnam, 
as a Marine. Um, spent a lot of time in Vietnam. Um, anyways, he's a really good dude. Uh, flies flags every time I could imagine. Uh, loves his country, right? Uh, he had this other gentleman that uh, does some wood carvings for him. Uh, he was visiting with us and uh, this uh, wood carver was really good friends with a gentleman that was in the special forces and uh, he had some substance abuse. In this case it was alcohol. Uh, he was trying to drown out his sorrows and committed suicide and uh, it was really hard for this gentleman that was the wood carver because they hang out all the time and they were really close friends and said he talked to him yesterday. He seemed like they were just fine. Seemed like life was fine and seemed like he had a PTSD thing and just wanted out. And uh, I've heard from several people that they've felt about opting out. But sometimes you just need to uh, press forward and not let life uh, pull the rug out from under you. So anyways, well, that was a good piece of information. Yeah, sounds like, story, uh, <laughs> sounds like support for veterans, uh, homeless or not is uh, something that probably is lacking in a lot of places. Definitely. And I think uh, depression is big. I think... Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think depression and PTSD are, are huge things that happen. Um, anyways, um, any other thoughts, Mike? All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Again, happy Veterans Day. We thank you uh, for everything that you do um, for those that have served and the armed services and uh, we hope you have a great rest of your night thank you for supporting our podcast if you would like to check out our sources from today's episode please visit our blog at soberdiscussions.blogspot.com and if you would like to join the discussion email us at soberdiscussions at gmail.com